0: Hello and welcome to the Bankers Podcast series, Banking Under Pressure. I'm James King, the Bankers Europe editor, and I'm joined today by John Howells, Chief Executive of Link, the UK's largest cash machine network, to discuss the implications of the COVID nineteen pandemic on the use of cash. John, thanks for being here today. Thank you for having me, James. Good morning. Um, So obviously 2020 has been a transformative year for a number of reasons, but today we're talking about the use of cash and obviously that has declined drastically this year, tying into perhaps what was a longer term trend, um, particularly in the UK market, but also across many developed economies in the world today. To what extent has the pandemic changed? Um, impacted ATM transactions here in the UK and the use of cash over the course of the year?
1: It has speeded up the long-term decline of cash. Cash has been in decline in the UK but in many markets around the world for well over a decade. And if you go back in the UK, only a few years cash was six out of 10 payments. Uh, Probably at the beginning of this year when uh, when, uh, COVID came along, it was three in 10 payments. So already a very major reduction. And what COVID has done is accelerated four or five years worth of change into four or five months. So we're probably around one in 10 payments, down from six in 10 only a few years ago. uh, And and it's still going down. So we are heading in the UK to the same kind of position that the Nordic countries are in now, where cash used by consumers for payments is maybe one in 20, and it's continuing to decline. So we're moving across the world. To a place where cash is becoming very very much a minority activity i'm not sure we'll ever go completely cashless but for the majority of consumers and how they use their daily lives we're heading for a world of digital payments the issue with that is we've still got far too many consumers who are going to be left behind because they can only use cash they've only got access to cash or they understand the how to use cash many many millions uh, and that is a problem we are not ready to go cashless yet
0: so on that point, then the government now is working on legislation around protecting access to cash um, for some of those consumers. Um, is, in your view, is this approach the right one? Are there problems and challenges linked to that? What do you think is 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 your take on on that on that particular legislative agenda that the government has?
1: It it is essential at the moment and link very much welcomes it. If you if you look at the uh, the infrastructure which supports cash in the UK. It's very similar in most other developed markets it's about five billion pounds a year to provide atms drive cash around bulk cash centers that's, that's a huge amount of uh, money a lot of it is fixed cost if you start having major volume declines then that puts a huge economic strain on the providers of that infrastructure and that infrastructure is not a national utility it's provided by the competitive market perhaps 40 or 50 organisations in the UK providing all these different bits and pieces. And if they can't make money, they're going to have to start rationalising or even withdrawing. So we need the government to step in and help through legislation to sustain that cash infrastructure, help bring down the costs through rationalisation, but critically make sure that cash continues to be available for consumers in the UK for some years yet. Uh, we, we need to look at the digital side as well because you can't stop the tide of digital but we're going too fast at the moment and we need government legislation to maintain cash for those who need it for some years um, but also to work on how can we get the majority of people comfortable with using digital uh, and that that is the work which the government has committed to support and is very much needed.
0: You mentioned this tide of digital change or or transformation and and obviously the the headline topic here is really around the issue of central bank digital currencies and we're seeing more and more talk around this um, from the Bank of England, from the ECB, uh, the People's Bank in China um, and so on and and progress really is, is happening at quite a quick pace here. What do you think are the implications of CBDCs for the future of money, and how does that tie into what you just mentioned around, you know, this very large group of consumers who perhaps aren't ready, who aren't able to perhaps tap into some of these digital changes, uh, moving forward?
1: As well as protecting cash uh, for as long as it's needed, we, we need to address how do we get the majority of consumers comfortable with using a digital payments mechanism, and uh, the thing about CBDC. It's not not so much in the detail, but what you can see in every market across the world, there's a huge interest in implementing some sort of central bank digital currency. Uh, There's lots of choices about how that could be done, but the bottom line is that when it is done, and I think it's a question of when not if now, when it is done, it represents a once in a generation opportunity for the central bank to reshape the payment systems in each country. You can see that's happening in China at the moment. And as it rolls out across other markets, including the UK, it represents an enormous opportunity to develop a new digital payment system. And payment systems are extraordinarily hard to develop, partly because they involve the coordination of scores of different competitors. So even if it was just banks, it will be more than banks, but even if it was just banks and making the changes to 30 or 40 different core banking systems is an enormous endeavor. Just doing one, is hard enough. Doing it across 40 incredibly hard, potentially incredibly expensive. It's only with the support of government and the central bank to do that kind of thing normally. Uh, and so CBDC represents an opportunity to address the digital side of the cash reduction problem. And then how it's actually implemented, yeah, who, who knows? There's a, there's a, a number of ways. Um, but I do think that it's likely to be retail as well as wholesale. And as soon as it's retail, you've got the question of financial inclusion, which has to be addressed, but I see that as an opportunity, not uh, not as a threat. I think Link is particularly interested in it also because we're currently running the major cash distribution network in the UK, which is ATMs. 90% of the cash comes out from ATMs in the UK. And given that central bank digital currency is the closest thing to banknotes, they're very very close uh, relatives in the, uh, in the system, I think it is likely there'll be a lengthy period where consumers are going to want and need to be able to turn digital currency into banknotes, and that and that means that ATMs connected to the Link network. So we think, from a practical point of view as well, um, there's a need for a Link to keep a close eye uh, on central bank digital currency development in the UK, which is what we're doing.
0: So when we look at all of these changes that you've mentioned and the move, the move away from cash, um, the, the acceleration of CBDC development and so on, the future of LINC um, is very much tied to these changes. And what, how do you assess your outlook over the next one to two years, given what we're seeing in the market today?
1: We're lucky in the UK that we have got an entity like Link. So Link is a not-for-profit public interest organisation regulated to make sure it's extremely safe from an IT and systems point of view, and consumer friendly. And that means it exists ready to help do the coordination on the cash side, potentially or even on elements of the CBD side. Uh, and that's very, very valuable. In most markets in the UK and elsewhere, you haven't got that kind of entity. You've just got competitors and those competitors They've got their own balance sheets and PL to consider. There's competition law in most countries, which means it's actually illegal to sit down and start working out how to carve up a market. So I think we're very fortunate in the UK that we've got entities like Link. We're not the only payment scheme. We have a payment, uh, payment schemes in the UK, uh, but we're there able to help with the coordination, which is now needed. Wasn't required 10 years ago. 10 years ago it was all about just making sure that the plumbing worked and the commercials worked we've got a strategic issue in the uk as with most other countries about how are we going to take our payments from cash to digital in a way which doesn't harm many many millions of consumers and in the, in the ideal position actually makes their lives better
0: link can help you. well john thanks for your time today thank you